Welcome to the Artist Academy podcast, a place where we focus on the business side of art to help you attract more customers, increase profits, and ultimately live a life of creativity and financial freedom. I'm your host, Andrea Earhart, and this week's episode is all about how to pitch and price your offers for maximum holiday sales. So this week, we're diving into sales strategies on how to make extra money around the holiday season. You know, like with winter wonderland windows being a hit this time of year, to getting those extra handful of Christmas print sales, now is the time to focus on those extra marketing efforts. Okay, so let's just start with window painting. Now, I imagine that you listened to last week's episode, so the previous episode with Scott Campbell, the window painting master, and you thought, all right, I can do this. I want to try this. Let's go. But where do you start you know, say you muster up the courage to approach a business and you hand them a flyer that you made. By the way, we have a template. So all you have to do is download our template. The link's in this episode in the notes and you can just download it and insert some of your photos and then go. But say you do that and you go up to a business and you say, here's my flyer. I want to paint windows for you. And then they say no. And you're like, okay, never mind. Sorry, I asked. (laughs) And then the next person you go up to or business or wherever and they say no. And then you keep getting no's and no's and no's. And I'm not going to say that's not going to (laughs) happen because I've had it happen. I've had students have it happen. I've had people get all automatic yeses, like zero no's. And I've had people get zero yeses. So in today's episode, I'll not only be giving you pitching tips and things to say when you come up against those objections, because you'll likely get a lot of them, but how to pitch and price yourself to get that yes from a first-time customer, a cold customer. And this comes about because... I have a student within the Artist Academy that I happen to be very fond of. Her name is Grace. And she posted here back in August that she was handing out flyers. And she posted this super cute photo of her holding up her window flyer. And she was smiling. It looks so great. And I was like, oh, yeah, go, Grace. You're doing the thing. She's a very good student, by the way. Like She watches the tutorials and she does the things. I have zero doubt that this girl is going to make it. So I see her photo. I'm like, yeah, she's doing it. And then I see the caption. So she posted this inside of the face, our Facebook group, our Artist Academy private one. And it starts out with flyer handouts went badly. And I'm like, oh crap. Okay. So I'm just going to read you a little bit of what she says, because this is worst case. Okay. So if you listen back to Olga Gunn's episode, just a few episodes back, hers is best case. She got an immediate yes, got connected with Amazon and she's making six figures a year later. Like, and it all started with windows, right? So (laughs) I just want to preface that, that this is a good thing. It can happen for you. But Grace is just maybe not in the right area or doing, she just had a bad time. So she she says, today I went out of my comfort zone and handed out flyers for window painting. Next month, the town next door is having a hot air balloon festival. And I thought it would be a cool idea to paint hot air balloons everywhere downtown. Love that idea. She said, I'm running a special for $50 a balloon just to get my food in the door for the holidays. It was dreadful, all capitals, dreadful. I handed out 15 flyers. Three people refused to take anything from me at all. Some were bored to hear me talk and the majority seemed not even want me there. One business owner was having a really bad day and started sobbing because she thought I was a customer and not actually there to sell her something. So she complained she had no money. So I offered to do it for free. She cried even more. I left buying two earrings. She 
One owner in a hair salon was really rude and said that they used to have a window painter, but he chipped the windows with his paint. She wanted nothing to do with me. (laughs) Another old business owner said that she is known for her windows displays and window art would just cover everything up. You know, one guy said that $50 was too expensive. One worker said the owner was in the bar next door. I went over to peer through the window and decided against going into the dark, creepy bar with the creepy men drinking beer at noon. So yeah, this was a happy photo before I got trampled on. So this happens, right? You go and you you approach the wrong business or the wrong people and it's just the wrong time of day. And I was surprised by handing out 15 flyers that she didn't at least get one yes. But after reading this, I immediately thought this is going to be such a good story for whenever you start to take off to look back on this and think just that's hilarious because she's going to make it, right? She's going to find a way to do this. And actually she did. There is a happy ending to this. So she switched up her method a little bit and she went to the more upscale town next door in this upscale area. And she handed out flyers there and she got her new, her first window job. And so she's since painted several windows and she's, she's doing great. She's well on her way. But I just want to point out too, she was passing these out in August. So way before the Christmas season, which I highly recommend you do, right? Get that practice, get the first flyer out because the earlier you do this, the more easy it's going to be around this time of year where then maybe they see your face again, or you just have a lot more practice talking to people, combating their objections. So now she has a few windows customers, but I just want to point out it was an amazing thing that she was starting in August. But this post is one that sparked the idea for this episode because I was thinking, okay, how can I help her by not just saying, keep going, keep doing the good fight? Like, how can I strategically help her of things to do? And one is one thing that she already figured out on her own was to maybe go to a more upscale place where they do have money and they can spend a little bit. That's key. If I went around in my hometown of Wheatland, which is maximum 300 people in a very poor area, nobody's going to want to spend money on this. They would rather have a high school student come do it for free. Like, so, I mean, that that's a dramatic comparison, but if you have an upscale area in your area, go to that. But another one, she said that somebody didn't want to cover their windows because they rely on people being able to look inside. And I have gotten that objection before. Actually, when I passed out window flyers downtown, I ran into that. It was a a barbershop downtown. And they said, no, no, no. I rely on people seeing what's happening inside and then wanting to come in. Like That's my main form of marketing. And I was like, oh, okay. And I just walked away because I didn't had no idea what to say. Nowadays, I would at least pitch them something like this. So you could say, you know, here's a design that focuses on framing your store windows with a cute snowy border to emphasize what you offer. You know, it only takes up a small amount of space while adding a fun, festive look to your storefront. So you could show images, which I 100% recommend you do. Just pull up, type in holiday window painting, frame around the window, and you can literally see some that have a frame around it, like a picture frame that you can see the majority of the window middle, or you can frame it with snowflakes or frame it with just little dots or ornaments or whatever. And you could follow it up with, you know, this is one of our most cost-efficient options. And would you want to keep it classic white or do you want to add color? So it's not just you pitching something, it's you wanting to know their input. Say, you know, how would you design this to make it better? How could we fit this for your specific storefront? But let's take it back. Let's take it back to 
you're handing out the flyer and you keep coming across the gatekeepers, right? The secretary is the person at the front desk who pretty much can't just give a yes right on the spot for painting windows. And you're like, how do I get past them and talk to the, the owners who are super busy? What I would do is I would walk in and show the flyer immediately. That way the secretary can see what I do. I would smile, say, hello, I'm a local artist and I paint windows. I would love your storefront to be filled with winter cheer, whatever. Is there a manager or an owner that I could talk to about this? And just, she will say, they're busy at the moment and say, okay, could you lay this on their desk later? I would be really appreciative of it. Also, is there a contact card that I could use to follow up with it tomorrow? And you grab their card, you give her the flyer, move on. It's the best you're going to do. If you really want to pursue it, if you know you follow up with them the next day and you don't get a reply, come a few days later. She's going to recognize you because you're going to have the flyer again and say, hey, did they get a chance to look at it? And she'll either say, oh, no, I forgot. Or, oh, and like she'll having a secondary encounter there will either, either say, oh, could you put that on their desk right now really quick or something like you showing up twice. It's like getting an email twice. It's like if your friend calls you on the phone twice, you're like, okay, okay. Like you talked me into it, but doing anything you can to get these window painting customers while showing up twice after a couple of days is not being overly aggressive. Sending two emails is not being overly aggressive. It's when you're showing up every day and you're doing it annoyingly. That's when it can be too much, but doing a second appearance saying, Hey, are you interested? If they haven't said no, that's totally fine. A good price point that I've found just to get in the door is about 150, which seems kind of low, I realize, but you can keep it pretty simple. That's for winter wonderland in a small area. You can also upcharge them, say, hey, do you want color? That adds more. You can expand the space as you go, but really anything to just do a small section of it in the beginning for a small amount to get you in the door. Because typically, if you do windows one year, you're going to be doing them the next year and the next year. And people expect prices to go up. If you have a customer this year that you charge 150, you can charge them $200 the next year. You can charge them 250 the next year. And you can keep adding to it because you're going to keep getting better. You're going to keep getting faster. You're going to keep returning every year and providing this service and they're going to love it. Another objection you'll get with window painting is the removal. Most business owners do not want to mess with it, especially if they've ever tried to remove anything from a window before. If you don't know what you're doing, it can be really messy. So you can either do it for them or you can reference them to a local window cleaner, either way. But having one of those options in your back pocket, either an upsell that you're removing it for them or having a number of some local cleaner that they, you can reference them to, whichever one, because you don't want them to say, I don't want to remove it later. And you're like, oh, sorry. Okay, bye. <laughs> I know you want to have, have an answer to their objection. I just can't emphasize getting window customers enough because it's not just making extra money around the holidays, although that is an amazing perk and why I emphasize it around this time of year, but it gears you up for a very active mural career in the coming year because it gives you practice painting large scale. It gives you practice dealing with customers and sending invoices and bringing their vision to life. I typically don't do mock-ups for windows, but you totally can. And if you haven't done many mock-ups, then I I suggest that you do. That way you can see what the customer wants. You can make sure it's okay. And even though it's not permanent, 
it's still really good practice for painting murals. And if you're wanting to be a muralist and booked out this summer, this is step one. This is a really, they're just so much an easier yes. And I just can't recommend it enough. Okay. Anyway, I'm going to move past the window painting thing. I'm not just going to beat it to death, but I have a link to your, you can have the window painting flyer and it comes with a supply list of all the supplies I use, including the razor that I get it off with and everything. So go to that link if you're all at all interested and I'll send you all that information. But moving on, moving on to the next thing. So print are a really big thing around the holidays. And this is the only time I will ever push prints because I just, murals are the, my moneymaker and I find that it's just the easiest thing. But a common objection that I get when people are wanting to buy a print and they're not sure. So if they will tell me, they will typically say that they're not sure if this print or piece is going to fit with their style of their home or fit on the wall that they have in mind, or they're just not sure because not having something right in your home, you're like, is this going to look good? I don't know. So my common objection answer to that is, okay, great. How about you just send me a photo of your wall and I'll mock it up really quick. It takes two seconds. I do this all the time. It's really no big deal. And if they're interested at all, and they're not just trying to blow you off, they'll take a picture of their living room or their bedroom. And I will put that on Procreate on my iPad and I'll just insert my print image right in there. And even if they don't take it straight on, you can still skew the image to match. I mean, it literally takes seconds to do this. It's really no big deal. I'll send it to them and maybe I'll send them two different options, a smaller one and a bigger one and say, hey, this is my medium size. Uh, It fits really well. But if you want to make a really bold statement, what about the large one? Um, Also, I have this other one that's really close to it that has more of a pop of color. I noticed you have a lot of black and white. Are you wanting to stay in that scheme or are you wanting to make this art piece stand out? Like starting the conversation with them. And it's not just a goal of selling your art. It's, although it is, we're wanting to make money, but it's keeping in mind, does this look good? on the customer's wall. Like if I think so, hopefully they think so, but they might think something else looks different. I don't know, but it's just getting inside of their head of what do you want this space to look like? Do you love a lot of color? Do you like minimalism? Like, what do you want this to look like? And helping them with that. And maybe your art isn't the best thing. Maybe your prints that you currently have are not the best thing. And say, you could say, oh, I've actually always wanted to paint something that is just exactly what you're describing. Uh, my originals start here. And you could have a custom one of, one of a kind piece. We could even make it on a custom canvas to fit. Getting that conversation started with them. Don't be afraid to suggest things. But I suggest you send the picture and then say, can I call you really quick to chat about it? On the phone is the easiest way to not get ghosted. People are busy. They think you're just trying to sell them. I mean, we are, but getting that conversation started on the phone and not just through email or not through DM or whatnot, say, hey, can you chat really quick? Or sending them a voice message. I send voice messages all the time because they're way faster than text and people can hear my tone and it's just... I like it. So maybe send them a voice message describing what you're trying to envision them and ask them a bunch of questions. Do you have inspiration Pinterest photos of what you're wanting to look like? Ask them questions. Because even when I was having that answer to the objection of the window painting thing, I ended with, do you want to keep this all classic white or do you want to add color? 
it's not just a, this is what I have. It's a, how can we customize this to you? And thinking that way and always ending with a question. Another tip that I have off up my sleeve from a conversation that I had from with a uh, previous student, actually. So this, this guy, Tony, he was a student of mine a while ago, and he's since gone on to do other things. And he emailed me the other day to ask some questions. And I said, Hey, long time no see. And he, we just, you know, we opened up that chat of just communicating about art business sales and whatnot. How's it going? And then he's asked me, he goes, Hey, I have my print of the month going and I have about 70 members. And that's a big thing. He's had this for years and I used to be subscribed to his, he used to be subscribed to mine. And then after we received so many prints, we stopped, (laughs) but he's still going. And I love that consistency. And he said, Hey, I have 70 members and I just can't seem to break over that 70 something number. Are there any sales strategies that you have that have worked for you or things you suggest? I go, actually, yes. (laughs) This one that I found that worked for me really well was when I had my print of the month subscription and you could do this around the holidays with anything is people are in a really giving mood and people love to give presents and they also love to buy things for themselves. And so let's combine those two mentalities of giving and buying. And what if you did something to where if you bought an item, then you would gift an item to your friend for free. So what I would do, for example, with my postcard prints is if you sign up on my subscription to receive one every month, I will send one to your friend for free. And it was kind of in the form of like a holiday card. So they could also fill it in to where what they wanted me to write on it. And it was really fun because I got to say those messages. And a lot of it was like, I hope you're doing well. Best wishes on your new venture of this thing and that. Hope the dogs are doing fine. It was fun to write these out. But it did exceptionally well, especially around the holidays because people are wanting to send things like that. So you can even up it to what I did and you could show exactly what it is and say, you know, this, it comes in a red envelope and it has a bow or it has a picture of a bow on the card. So you could have a specific card. That's like a Christmas card that you decorate and you have that specific one printed out and you only have a certain number, right? So maybe 30. So you only have 30 of these. And having that limited number helps people to be like, okay, well, if I want this, I should probably act now because she's going to run out of them. And it also helps to have a goal. So post until those 30 run out. And if when people buy them, show, say, hey, I'm sending this one off to Utah today. Hey, I'm taking this batch of prints that my customers are sending out to their friends to the post office today. Show that people are buying. Show that other people are buying your products and also gifting them to your friends and explain what it is over and over and over. Because I mean, anything worth saying and worth doing is worth saying multiple, multiple times. I mean, we had a whole window painting podcast episode last week. And I know that if I really want artists to really do it and really sink in, I'm going to mention window painting again in this episode so that they go do it. And if I wanted to mention it again in the next episode, you know, it might be a little redundant, but it's going to hit those people who maybe didn't catch something in the previous episodes or who are listening who and who got busy for a second or just need to hear it again. Say, okay, she really believes in this. I will give it a shot. <laughs> so it's the same thing with 
offering prints like this. Say you have 30 to sell. Say you sell five, post it again. Say, hey, I have 25 left. Post it again. I have 20 left. However many. And sometimes it's not so much strategic marketing and numbers. It's just repetition and getting those out. But combining it with this idea of the gifting time of year, I think is a really good idea. And it's worked well for me and I think it can work well for you. So say you're not doing mini prints, say you're doing bigger prints. And say if you buy an original from me, you can gift a small print to your friend. You can mix it up. It doesn't have to be for tat equal. You can get creative with it. Ask your previous customers for photos of your art in their home. Ask for reviews and post those reviews. Ask for anything right now, any kind of validation that your products make other people happy is a really big play during the giving season. Run a free shipping promotion. Run a 20% off promotion. I'm not above discounting my art in order to sell a lot more. I just bought these Christmas pajamas online. And so I don't need any more Christmas pajamas, but it automatically signed me up for this Christmas pajama email list. And they emailed me the other day and said, we're doing a 40% off sale. So what do I do? I go and look anyway. I don't need anything that what they have, but I'm just curious. <laughs> I still look, I see that 40% off and I think, oh, that's a deal. Maybe I'll just browse. Maybe they have other things. Maybe I could get another set in the same size. That way my little man can fit into them next year. Oh, but then they're 40% off. Like it just, it brings you back. So find a way to bring those customers that you've been collecting all year and we've been entertaining all year. Find a way to bring them back to your store. Give them a reason. And you can tell yourself, you can focus on painting in January during our 31 day challenge that's coming up and focus on creating and you know not doing the salesy stuff later. But for now, it just inundate your, your audience with emails and posts and show them what you have to offer. Show exactly what the price is on something. When you post something as say, hey, look what I did or the reel while you're creating it, say, this is $30 or this is $100 or whatever. Show them how much it is. Show them it's for sale. It's okay. Right now is the time to do that. And you can go back to just you know, being nonchalant and entertaining next year as in, in when 2024 starts. But right now during the holiday season, people are ready to buy and buying local is cool. You know, buying from small businesses is a good thing. And people feel good about it. You just have to have the right product seen by the right person at the right price. And so now's a good time to experiment with that and figure it out and make the mistakes and then try it again. And then next year will be even better. But if you're going to do any kind of marketing at all, just pick one thing. Say, I'm going to do free shipping on Black Friday, or I'm going to do this, buy one gift to a friend, and I'm just going to yell it for two weeks straight. Give yourself a time limit. That way you're not just posting other things. You're posting that thing for the whole week that we are seeing. Everybody's seeing it. But right now is a good time to do all of that. I'm just repeating that over and over until you get it. But okay, that's all I had for this week. Just some small tips about how to face objections and make more sales. Because that's why you listen to this, right? Is business tips because we want to make art full time. Yeah, because being a muralist or a painter or an art maker of any kind for your job is the best job. So with that, we have to put in a little bit of effort during the busiest time of year for makers. So I hope you listened to this and you got something from it. 
And if you could share this on your Instagram or your Facebook or something on your story, and if you tag me, I will gladly reshare it. But I sit down every week and create content for you in order to help other artists. And I just ask that you help me reach more artists. And so we could all just live that life of creativity and financial freedom. Okay. I will see you next week. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Artist Academy podcast. I've been putting out at least one episode per week for more than four years on this podcast. And it's really cool to see those download numbers go up and up as time goes on. And that's because artists like you listen and share these episodes. So really, when I say thank you, I mean it. <laughs> it's really cool to see progress along the way. And anyway, if you like this type of art and business content, then I highly encourage you to get the audio version of my book, Mural Money, with over 15 hours of listening inspiration. I'm currently running a special of just $17 for the audio version. You can go to muralmoney.com to find it. And that comes with a bunch of extras like my art supply list, my pricing guide, recommended book and podcast list, and so much more. I filled that book with tips from my art journey of building a profitable mural career. Plus, I've included the best of the best advice from guests I've interviewed on this podcast. It's the most affordable all-in-one book of advice on art and business that I have. And if you enjoy listening to me here, then I know you'll like the book too because I read it myself all 15 hours of it. <laughs> the book is available on Amazon and Audible normally for $25, but if you go to muralmoney.com, that is where you can grab the special $17 deal while it lasts. If you haven't listened to my book yet, this is your sign to do it. Again, normally $25, running a special for $17, but you have to go to muralmoney.com. That's where you can grab the audio version of it. And that's all I have for you today. So I will see you next week for another episode of the Artist Academy podcast.